day to all. Today's chat will be about 2 Chronicles. The book was written after or just before the Israelites returned from exile in Babylon. And the scripture of Chronicles covers the same time frame as does the books of Kings. It is generally accepted that Ezra was a chronicler using historical documents. There is, however, a significant difference in the perspective and thrust of the writings. Kings was written for a proud people, but Chronicles portrays a truly broken people and spiritually uncertain. So this book was provided by God and written in a pastoral way to, to restore, lift up, encourage the downhearted and downtrodden Israelites. It is truly a working of God's grace. This part of Scripture is concerned only with Judah, the southern kingdom. It is considered the mainstream of Israel's redemptive history. The temple in Jerusalem remained the center for true worship of God. Judah's kings were descendants of David, who had God's promise, and Judah was the dominant tribe of all those returning from Babylon who rebuilt the temple. The first nine chapters have to do with Solomon and are much kinder to him than, than the book of Kings. There is a detailed description of not only the construction and then the dedication of the temple, but also the incredible wealth amassed and displayed by Solomon. Within these chapters, there is a word from the Lord answering Solomon's prayer. He confirms that this place he will receive worship and sacrifices, but also a warning for his people in times of judgment and national distress when they fall away or do not walk in his ways. In Scripture in chapter 7, there is a familiar verse, but very appropriate. I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place as myself as a house of sacrifice. If I close the sky and there is no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or I send a plague among my people, and if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. For I have now chosen and consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there for always. Who is our temple now? Christ is the temple. <clears throat> God sacrifices, the, specifies the judgment for most moral decline, spiritual apathy, and worldly compromise then promises to restore the people who experience judgment if they do four things. One, humble themselves. People must recognize their failures and renew commitment to do God's will. <clears throat> Review Psalm 70, 51, 17. To pray, to be restored, the people must cry out desperately and continuously for mercy. Trust Him for intervention. Three, seek my face. His people must turn to God with whole heart constantly seeking His presence, not just escape adversity. Four, turn from wicked ways. Make a complete break with their worldly ways and compromise and draw near for mercy, forgiveness, and cleansing. If these four conditions are met, God promises to forgive, cleanse them from their sins, and then restore them to their land. There are five national <coughs> Judah Revivals after Solomon's death, where temple worship was emphasized and the individual kings began their reign by doing what was right in the Lord's eyes. 
Tragically, three of the five faltered and lost their way for different reasons, and their reign ended very badly. After Solomon, there were two evil kings, and then Asa became the king of Judah. He was one of the five reformers and immediately set out to do what was right in the eyes of the Lord. In chapter 15, <clears throat> begins when Azariah, the son of Obed, is, an, is destructed by God, the Holy Spirit, is directed to Asa with a prophecy that included these words, The Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. These words from Azariah galvanized Asa into action. Now, Azariah just shows up. No background, where he was from, who his father was, did not, and don't hear from him again. Just a person with no status appointed by God to do a single recorded act that had a major effect on the southern kingdom for 35 years. Each and every one of us could be an Azariah in waiting. When D.L. Moody was in the first stages of his ministry, he was not particularly successful. But two unnamed ladies came to him one day and said to him and talked to him about getting the power of the Holy Spirit. Moody locked himself in the room and struggled with God for almost a full day, much like Jacob, until God came and gave his ministry the power of the Spirit. And then there was great success. Asa's failure came in his final years after a long successful kingship. He would not trust God for protection from an armed threat. He took money out of God's treasury to make an alliance with the evil king of Syria. He failed in the final steps. Jehoshaphat, Asa's son, started out walking with the Lord, but while caring for the temple and some of the idols, he failed to do away with the high places for idols' worship. In the end, just like his father, he made an unholy allowance rather than trusting God. Joash was only seven years old when he was put on the throne by the chief priest. And his mother intended to kill him so she could gain control of the kingdom. <clears throat> Joash did much in the way of restoring the temple and cleaning up idol worship. However, shortly after chief priest died at 130 years, he became Joash became corrupted, and his advisors and kingdom officials. A prophet was sent to warn Joash, but he would not listen. The Two true to the end reformers were Hezekiah and Josiah and were discussed in a previous talk. How tragic is it that these men started out so well but finished so poorly because they did not trust God and, walk, and keep walking in His ways. God's grace is truly amazing. And in spite of the, the centuries of unfaithfulness and disavow of God's ways, He always sent messengers to warn and advise. Even after they strayed so often, he would be ready to completely forgive and shower his love and blessing on his people. What a mighty God we serve. May your day be filled with the blessings of his presence. Good day.